My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home. Good morning, Polling County, and here we go. Welcome aboard to another edition of My Sports right here on My 102.7 FM every Saturday morning. And boy, you've been with me through fall, you've been with me through winter, and today we get to chat some spring sports. Now, we're not all the way there yet, still a few weeks away from first pitch, but baseball and softball, they've been in the gym working hard, track and field also working really hard in the off season. so we should have a really fun high school sports spring season coming up this year, and a lot of talent on the diamond, both for softball and for baseball, and I'm so excited to talk some baseball today with the head baseball coach of the Wayne Trace Raiders, and that is Ryan Jerome. The Raiders, a ton of experience coming back. Could be a special year. We'll break down their pitching. We'll break down their pitching staff. We'll break down some of the returning starters. And we'll talk about some of the really promising newcomers. So we'll have that conversation with Coach Jerome coming up here in a little bit. But before we do that, we need to talk some hoops. So we'll wrap up some basketball from the girls' side of things. We have some guys' games to talk about from last night. We'll break it all down right here on another edition of My Sports. Whoever you are and whoever you're listening, my name is Pete Seymour. Thanking you for not just joining me this week, but every week for another edition of My Sports. And we get it all rolling right after this. Stay with me, Paulding County. This is My Sports, and it's live right here on My 102.7 FM. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. Back here on My Sports, before we talk some spring sports and get into our conversation with the head coach of Wayne Trace Raider Baseball, Ryan Jerome, we need to talk some basketball. Boys from last night, girls from this past week, and we'll start with the Division Four sectional championship. This was at Montpelier last Saturday, and it was the Antwerp Archers dropping this one by four, 35-31 the final. Congratulations on an awesome season, Antwerp. Again, this is the sectional championship, Montpelier 35, Antwerp 31. For the Archers, 8 in the first, 8 in the second, combined 15 in the second half, totals there, 31. Leading the scoring, it was Caroline Rohr. She had 17, and the other Archer in double-digit scoring-wise, it was Awen McMichael. She had 10, also chipping in Emma Townley and Madison Peters. For Montpelier, Kelsey Bum, she had 12 to lead the way for the Locos. Aaliyah Hilliard also had 8. Zoe Rebis had 5, and J.D. Rebis also had a really nice game. A couple of buckets knocked down. For her, So congratulations, Archers, 
for those moving on to play at the next level, man, best of luck. For those whose season is done, man, what an awesome year and a great time covering you. At least the time I've spent truly has been a pleasure. So let's take a look at the Raiders, see if they had any better of a result than Antwerp did, and it was Wayne Trace losing in the Division Three sectional championship at Parkway, 44-30. to In this one, the scoring, it looked like this. For Wayne Trace, Caroline Winans, she had 12. A lot of players with five, Harper Myers, Kareen Winans, and Lexi Moore. Also chipping in Amber Stoller with a bucket. Parkway just got out to too big of a lead. Wayne Trace only had two points in the first quarter. It was a 22-13 game after the first half. And that's when the Raiders battled back in the third quarter. But Parkway just too much, closing that one out. 44-30, the final there. Also need to mention that the Paulding girls... After defeating Bluffton by one point, 50-49 in the semifinal, they did end up losing to Delphus Jefferson. Your final there, 61-34. The Paulding Lady Panthers, though, finished the year 10-14 overall, 2-5 in conference play. They have so much coming back. Don't hang your heads, Paulding ladies, because, boy, after just two wins a year ago, the improvement is astronomical with this team, and they are just so young. So the Paulding Lady Panthers... Going to be a lot of fun to watch here coming up in the near future. So before we wrap up our girls segment for the year, I want to take one more deep dive. I know we did it last week, but I want to take a look at the all-conference teams just to highlight some of these ladies real fast and their awesome accomplishments from this past year. The player of the year, Kelly Kreitz from Fairview in the Green Meadows Conference. Joining her on the first team, Awen McMichael, the senior from Antwerp. Allie Schindler, the senior from Ayersville, Caroline Roars, the junior from Antwerp. Olivia Farnham, the sophomore from Edgerton. And Lexi Moore, the sophomore from the Wayne Trace Raiders. Taylor Kraft from Ayersville, Aubrey Hammer from Fairview, and Kaylee Dunham from Paulding, along with Kareen Winans, Owen Blanchard, and Nova Oakley sport the second team all honorees in the GMC. And Emma Townley, Mabel McGuire, Kristen Mannon, Ava Schwank, Casey Everett, Haley Hammer, Brooklyn Bakel, Carrie Oakley, Caroline Winans, and Harper Myers, along with Addison Pease in the honorable mention category. So, as I said earlier, congratulations to all that are moving on to play ball at the next level. If you're not, boy, it was a lot of fun to cover you over these last few years, and best of luck in all that you do. So maybe in the few upcoming weeks, we'll talk some post-game wrap-ups while we mix in some spring sports here and there, because I would like to reach out to some of the coaches from Pauling County and see how they thought they improved from the first game when we talked to all the way here at the end of the year, their thoughts after the season. That's definitely something to think about. But for now, it's time for a quick break here on My Sports. We'll be back to talk boys hoops. A lot of big games happening on the hardwood from last night, so we'll break it all down after this. My name's Pete Seymour. This is My Sports, and you're listening right here on My 102.7 FM. Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas. The Paulding County Economic Development Office supports all county sports-related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the Paulding County economy. We just wrapped up our girls segment and the season for girls hoops in Paulding County. But to our luck, we are going to be talking boys hoops for at least another week. Big night in Paulding County. Can you call it the County of Champions? All three schools, Wayne Trace, Paulding, and Antwerp, picking up wins Friday night to advance 
and become sectional champions. So we're back to break it all down right here on My Sports with some in-depth coverage of the games an evening ago. And we'll start in Division Three, the boys' sectional final at Wayne Trace. It was Wayne Trace 50, Columbus Grove 39. This is the 11th consecutive sectional championship for the Wayne Trace Raiders in the school's 30th sectional championship in school history. How'd they get it done? Well, I'll tell you. Wayne Trace, 9 in the first quarter, 15 in the second, combined 26 in the second half, gives you their 50. Columbus Grove, 39 on the board. Got out to an 8-point lead, 17-9 in that first quarter. That's second quarter. Wayne Trace outscoring Columbus Grove 15-6 to and outscoring them the rest of the way, cruising to the 50-39 to victory. Scoring for the Raiders, they had a few in double figures, a few flirting with double figures. Kyle Stoller, he had 16. Carter Clemens, he had 10. Tanner Lockoff, he had 8. Caden Sin, also a nice game with 8. Hudson Myers with 5. Kale Winans with 3. And that totals the 50 for the Wayne Trace Raiders. On the boards, Wayne Trace, 35 rebounds to Columbus Grove's 20. Clemens, Myers, and Stoller all with 9 boards as Wayne Trace advances on to play Spencerville on Wednesday at 730 that game being played at Lima Senior High School. So, moving on, congratulations, Wayne Trace. We need to talk about the Antwerp Archers. Antwerp 58, Holgate 31 in Division 4 boys basketball sectional action. Leading the score for Antwerp, it was a Carson Ultimus with 15. Released, he had 13. Zane McMichael, he had 12. Landon Brewer, he had 7. Camden Fuller with 5. Derek Hines chipping in a bucket. And Ben Savina also playing some really important minutes in this one. Antwerp 58, Holgate 51. On the boards, Antwerp had 24. Brewer with 13 of those. Brewer only 5 rebounds away from Holgate's total of 18. Turnovers, the difference in this one, though. The Archers only had 7, 10 less than Holgate, 17 turnovers. So congratulations, Antwerp moving on. And the Archers, they draw a team out of Toledo, a team I've actually seen a lot this year. That is Mommy Valley Country Day. So it's Mommy Valley Country Day. It is the Antwerp Archers. That game will be on the 5th at 7.30 p.m. at Defiance High School. So one more time, it's Antwerp. It is Mommy Valley Country Day, and it is at Defiance High School, 7.30 on March 5th. Don't want to look too far ahead, but the Archers do win that one. They'll look to the top of the bracket. Well, they would get the winner of Toledo Christian and Fayette or Stryker and Patrick Henry. We'll go over all this one more time before we wrap up this segment, but let's talk about the Paulding Panthers. And I know I spoiled it. It was winners all around in Paulding County, a championship evening on the hardwood as Paulding beat Evergreen by 20. Evergreen coming into this one 17 and 6, Paulding 15 and 9, 56 to 36 your final. And a really nice first half defensively by Paulding. Only 17 points for Evergreen in that first half to Paulding's 28. So 11 point lead at halftime. Another big 16 matching their first quarter total in the third quarter and another double digit performance in the fourth with 12 equaling out Paulding's 56. Well, it was Blake Roanhouse and Kane Jones leading the way. Kane Jones had 17, Roanhouse with 11, Casey Agler also chipped in 11, Grady Barton with 9, Grayson Harder with 8. So a full team effort from the Paulding Panthers. Evergreen scoring, Blade Walker is really the only one who did some damage. He had 12, and Drew Gillen, he had 8. So what's up next for the Panthers, you might ask? Well, I will tell you. So with the 20-point victory over Evergreen this evening, the Paulding Panthers have a date 
with Archbold on Wednesday at 7.30 at Napoleon. So one more time, it's the Panthers, it's Archbold, it's at 7.30, it's at Napoleon, and it is on Wednesday. Championship Friday night all around Paulding County. Wayne Trace, Paulding, and Antwerp all winning and all moving on. And I'm so excited we get to talk about basketball for at least another week. Man, I'm hoping a little bit longer than that. But when we come back, because it's time for a break here on My Sports, we're going to shift gears and we're going to chat some baseball as the head baseball coach at Wayne Trace, Ryan Jerome. He joins me as we dabble into a little bit of spring sports. We still have a few weeks till first pitch, but you can't tell me that. This is My Sports. My name's Pete Seymour, and we've got plenty more on the other side of the break. Stay with me, Paulding County. We'll be back right after this. It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals. You can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today. The Antwerp Athletic Boosters are proud to support all of our Antwerp Archer athletes. Join us for a sporting event and cheer on the Archers. Continuing along with another edition of My Sports right here on My 102.7, and it's time we welcome in the head baseball coach, and I'm so excited to be talking baseball, of the Wayne Trace Raiders baseball program, and that is head coach Ryan Jerome. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time today. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, Coach, so let's wrap up last year. Regional semifinal loss, that was to Edison, but you have a lot coming back this year. A few weeks of practice coming in, early outlook. What are we going to see from the Raiders? As you said, with a lot of guys back from that regional appearance a year ago, we're definitely motivated to uh, not only get back there, but but to try to win it again, to win it this year. You know, seeing it in practice and even going back through winter workouts, you know, there's definitely a motivation a work ethic and uh, the leadership, which is probably the most important, most important part. We're seeing great leadership out of those older guys and particularly the seniors. It's certainly not, nobody's really taking any days or any reps off, which is, which is great to see as the coach. So we're just excited to ready to get going. As you said, it could be a, could be a promising year for us if, if we stay healthy and we continue to work as, as hard as what I've seen so far this winter that's one thing I wanted to ask you coach because with the amount of experience coming back staying healthy becomes that much more important how does what you guys do in the winter time those winter workouts really help the health of your team come the end of the season when you really need those arms to perform well I think again it all comes back to leadership you have guys we have a lot of guys right now that have been through the program three or four three years going on four years and so they know what's expected and don't have to really kind of hold their hands so much, maybe like you do with a younger team. The older guys are holding the players' accountability, and that's what I've always believed. On good teams, the coaches lead, but on great teams, the players lead. And and I think that's where where we're heading right now. I think this is a pretty player-led group right now. And as I said, motivation is a big factor. You know, we were pretty disappointed to come up short when we did last year, and these seniors have had a great run. It's one of the one of the best classes we've had come through here, not only baseball-wise, but athletically in general. Um, you know, they want to they want to kind of leave their mark. They know this is their last chance to do that, and, and they're excited about the opportunity, and I, and I think they're going to come through for us. So let's talk about some of these top returning players. A lot of them committed to play ball at the next level, which is awesome to see, but Tucker Antoine's back, Kyle Ford's back, Cooper Wenslick is back. You mentioned some of the three-year starters there. What have you seen from that core so far this offseason? 
the way they go about their business now is, is what you really like to see. You really don't even have to say, you, you really don't have to motivate them anymore because they're already motivated. They know what needs done. And they're super competitive, not only not only as a team, but amongst each other, you know, whether it be the drills they're going through or, you know, just, just something we're working on and like anything we're working on, they seem to find a way to make it competitive. They're competing against each other. And then that trickles down to the younger guys. The younger guys see that they want in on it. And, and it's really, really providing a good, a very positive spark for the, for the group right now. Now let's talk about the pitching staff this year. Again, an area that, man, you're blessed to have some really nice names back. Bill yeah. Winans, Brevin Anderson, Tyler Head, Carter Clemens. What are your expectations for the pitching staff this year with all this experience coming back? To be honest with you, I'm worried about, uh, you know, with the way the weather could be sometimes. I'm worried about having enough games, enough innings for these guys to throw. Obviously a good problem to have. But that's going to be a strength of our team this year is, is our pitching staff. A lot of experience of guys that have thrown in varsity games and in big moments for us. You mentioned, you know, a few of the names, Kyle Four. Revan Anderson, Cooper Wenslick, Kale Winans has a lot of experience on the mound for us. Tucker Antoine, primarily a catcher, mm-hmm. um, I think is going to really draw some attention on the mound this year. And then we have guys behind them in the younger classes, juniors like Connor Davis and Brady Miller, who maybe people don't really know a whole lot about yet, but I think after this spring they will. And then you hit on a sophomore, Carter Clemens. Um, he's a guy to keep an eye on. We're definitely in a, in a good spot with our pitching staff. And like I said, I think that's a strength. Uh, for this year's team, and it's a good strength to have, of course, in the game of baseball. So so we're definitely excited about that group, what we have there. Yeah, I look at guys like Carter Clemens, 6'3", about 175 pounds, still a ton yeah. of room to grow. And what's the yep. ceiling for him? Coming out of junior high, he reminded us a little bit of Cooper Wenslick. Yeah. Um, different stuff. They, their games are a little different, but just the, the size, and just kind of the deliveries are similar. Mm-hmm. The stuff they throw is a little different, you know, different breaking balls, different all-speed stuff. But um, Carter certainly got a high ceiling, and we're excited to see what he can do over the next three years. I think before his career is over here at Wayne Trice, I think he's going to be, you know, one of the better ones we've had come through the program for sure. So come tournament time, how much of a luxury is it for you guys to have a deep pitching staff? Because I know when tournament time comes around, you're using a lot of arms in a lot of different places. Yeah, well, it's a huge luxury, especially if you, you know, if you're fortunate enough to win your sectional and get into the district level, you're playing your semi on maybe a Thursday, and then you got to turn around two days later and play the final. If you win, you play the the final on Saturday. And with, you know, with pitch counts and, you know, taking care of arms, you know, you can't just rely on one or two two guys. I think you need at least three. You might not use them all, but it's always good to have a guy in your back pocket, you know, in case maybe you run into extra innings and you've either hit your pitch count or that guy's just not going to be able to go the distance for you. The more you have, the better. And especially, you know, I, I think we're pretty fortunate. We have guys that not only have pitching experience, but have pitched in the postseason, in the tournament, and have done well for us. So I think we're in a good spot in that aspect. And I, th- I think it's crucial. I think, you know, typically the teams with the best pitchers are the ones that are probably going to make the longest runs. You know, I, I mean, you, you sure you got to get hot at the plate. You got to play sound in the field. But more often than not, I feel like the deeper staffs in terms of pitching are the ones that tend to make those long, deep runs. I agree. I absolutely agree. That was one thing in high school. Being a small school back in Pennsylvania, we only had two really good pitchers. That was one thing we always lacked. So to see your depth, it's kind of eye-opening to me. I'm like, man, that's really <laughs> nice. Let's talk about some of the guys you've seen step up maybe in winter workouts this offseason. Tell me about some of the yeah. newcomers that you're really excited about. 
Well, I think I'll start with Brady Miller. I think he's a guy, like I said, especially as a pitcher. Um, he played. He's played in the outfield for us. Didn't ha- get a whole lot of at bats last year. We we typically DH for him, not all the time, but most of the time. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case this year, DHing for him. So he's going to get a chance for those at bats. Um, and obviously, we're going to. He's going to be relied on, you know, as a pitcher for us. And I think he's. I think he's going to prove to be a quality guy. Um, Connor Davis is another one in that same class. I'm. I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, and, and you know, I think he can. I think he can go out and, and win varsity games for us as a pitcher. Some guys that are kind of on the fringe, trying to find find some time, find their role. I mean, Carter Clemens, obviously, he's played some, but he's going to get more of an expanded role this year. He he got a little varsity time here and there last year, mostly as a pitcher, a little bit of infield. I would expect his role to to increase heavily this year. And then a couple other guys, Tanner Lockup and Micah Sin. Maybe Cadenson. They're all sophomores, kind of on on the cusp of finding their way into that varsity lineup. As much experience as we have coming back, we did lose three really good bats last year. So that's you know they're all kind of in the same spot right now, fighting to take one of those three spots. And you know there's a couple seniors as well, guys like Caden Tumblin and Jordan Lotz, who haven't really got substantial varsity playing time yet. But you know they've been working hard this winter and, and so far in practice and. And I think there's some potential there for, for one of those two guys or maybe both of them to even slide into those roles and, you know, really make a name for themselves, maybe. Absolutely. Now, one thing we don't have up here in Northwest Ohio is the luxury of warm weather 24-7 year-round. But again, you guys, right. you guys start early. You guys start early in the gym. You guys start on the field. I know as soon as the weather breaks, you can you get out there. But yeah. mon- Monday, March 25th, supposed to be your opener against Continental. With the way the weather is, how do you keep your yeah. guys focused day-to-day on, hey, maybe we're playing tonight, maybe we aren't? We always preach to them, plan on playing. With phones nowadays, they can look and see what the weather's going to be. They That's always true. typically have a good idea of whether we're going to play or not. But we really stress the importance of always mentally being prepared to play. You know, it's easier to go from, it's easier to go from expecting to play and not getting to play rather than the opposite, you know, you're not expecting to play, then all of a sudden coach says, hey, we're playing, you know, that's, that's tough to do, and that usually doesn't go well. So we've always tried to preach, you know, playing on playing. But the other thing is a lot of our practices, whether it's, you know, um, especially once games start and you're in kind of game mode, when we do have rain apps or post- postponements or cancellations, whatever, our practice is typically, you know, it's, it's kind of like an inter-squad scrimmage, so to speak, Got where it. there's live at bats going on and such. So, so we do our best to keep that competitive atmosphere, you know, especially once – games get going you know we we try not to let our foot off the gas gotcha so coach last one for you here gmc yeah. tough every single year what's the outlook for the conference this year from your mind as always it starts with an aura and fairview yeah. i mean the league it seems like you know if you want to win the league you have to beat at least one if not both of those teams each year and with the with the talent each of those teams have year in and year out you know very quality two of the best coaches in our area um neither of them will be an easy out this year I would say keep your eye on Edgerton as well. They okay. were they were kind of a an interesting team last year and definitely in the mix. They lost a little bit of pitching, but they're well they're a well coached group. They can put the ball in play and and they'll they can cause some problems for you if you're not uh, if you're not prepared and if you're not playing fundamentally sound ball. But as always, I mean it's there's never an easy game top to bottom one through eight. And we expect if we're playing our best ball, we expect to be right there in the mix with Tenor and Fairview and Edgerton fighting for the conference crown and even. I would throw Ayersville in there as well. They have a very quality arm. And, and sometimes that's all it takes, you know, right. to, 
either, you know, they may not win it, but they could certainly keep a team from winning it. Absolutely. Um, they have a pitcher that's that good. And so I would say keep your eye on them as well. Awesome. Well, Coach, hey, we're looking forward to it. I'm pumped to start talking baseball, but best of luck yeah. this season. And thank you so much for the time today. No problem. Thanks again for having me, Pete. This has been the head varsity coach of the Wayne Trace Raider baseball program, head coach Ryan Jerome. And we'll have plenty more My Sports right after this. Stay with me here on My 102.7. This program is sponsored in part by the Wayne Trace Boosters. Please join us at a Wayne Trace sporting event as we cheer on our Raiders at home and on the road. Go Raiders! Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important, and then boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable Kohler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. Back to put a lid on this edition of My Sports right here on My 102.7 FM. And Paulding County, I don't have a My Sports slate of games for you this next week because basketball is wrapping up. But this does give me the chance to go ahead and mention that all games are archived on the MySports.Live website. All of them that were shown on MySports.Live, they are archived on MySports.Live. No, that's not just from this year. That's not just from last year. That's not just from this season. It's not just from last season. All of the games on there were on-demand access. Head on to MySports.Live. Check out all of the games they have to offer on there. And, of course, if you missed any of these episodes... They are all archived on the My102.7 website for on-demand access. We've had fantastic guests over my two years here doing my sports. They truly have been awesome. Ryan Jerome, big appreciation for you and your time today breaking down all things Wayne Trace Raider baseball. But before we get to our thank yous, we need to talk about some schedules. I want to talk about when you're going to see some of these baseballs and softball teams really start to hit the field in Paulding County. And we'll start with the Paulding Panthers, their opener. It is supposed to be at home March 23rd. Of course, we have plenty of days between now until then for temperatures to warm up a little bit, fields to get into shape. But Saturday, March 23rd at 11 a.m., the Paulding Panthers baseball team hosts Crestview. Then their season continues Monday, March 25th against Ottoville. For Wayne Trace, they open the 25th versus Continental. Then they're on the road versus Lima Bath and Eden. For Antwerp, the Archers open at Eden. That on the 25th, they return home to face Eastside on the 26th. And then they're at Lincoln View and then against Wauseon. But how about this, right in the middle of Antwerp's schedule? The 4th through the 12th, there are six games, and those are all on the road for the Antwerp Archers. As long as they're being played, I don't think any athlete in Northwest Ohio cares if it's on the road or at home in March. If baseball is being played, people are happy. So let's take a look at the schedules for softball, and we'll start here while we're on the topic of the Antwerp Archers. Let's start with the Archer softball team. They will be at Eden Monday, March 25th, then at Hicksville before returning home for four consecutive games against Continental, Miller City Parkway, and Delphus Jefferson. For the Paulding Lady Panthers on the diamond, their schedule... They will host Brian Tuesday, March 26th. That is their opener. They will stay at home against Patrick Henry on the 28th. 
And then on Saturday, March 30th, they travel to Ottawa-Glandorf, and then they are at Miller City before returning home April 4th to host Tenora. So that is a look at your Paulding County schedules for baseball and softball. Of course, we'll be talking some track and field coming up here in a few weeks, but had to get those in there. Of course, the calendar turning over to March. Oh, just two days ago with the leap year. We cannot wait to get spring sports started, and I can't wait to have all of you along with me for it all. Before we wrap this one up, I need to take a moment to thank our sponsors because without you, I could not be doing what I do here. And those are the Athletic Boosters of Paulding, Wayne Trace, and Antwerp, Williamson Crop Insurance, Schweller Electric, Paulding County Economic Development, and the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne. Once again, we appreciate your support, not just this year, not just this season, but through every year and every season here in Paulding County. But... That will about do it for me today. Another episode of My Sports in the Books, and I thank you so much for spending it with me, whoever you are and whoever you've been listening. My name's Pete Seymour, thanking you for not just joining me this week, but every week for another edition of My Sports. I hope you have a great week, Paulding County. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. It's My Sports, and I'll talk to you then. My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre planning makes sense by calling 419 258 5684 or 419 263 0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.